What's up, bro? What's up? <laughs> How's it going? I, I was like, uh oh, he can hear me, right? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't, but I, you had an excited look on your face, Dave, as always. <laughs> I could have been cussing. I could have been like, what the f is going on? Frick. <laughs> <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> How are you? Good, you? Good, man. Yep. Just waiting. Is she here yet? <laughs> How are you? Good, how are you? So are you one of those that you walk around singing all the time, like in a grocery store, and do you drive your friends crazy doing that? You're like, they're like, shut up, we get it, you're a singer. Uh, to be honest, we all, we all fucking do. You do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to do it. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I used to sing wherever I was, and my friends used to be like, you just want people to know that you're a good singer. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's just habit. I just want to sing all the time. It's probably so a bit of <laughs> Especially if you're walking yeah. through a store and you hear like music playing on the overhead, you just kind of join in with it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's oh, nothing cool. worse though with it's your own song. Oh yeah. yeah. What's sure. that like when you're walking through Bloomingdale's oh. and you hear one of your tracks? Yeah, it's not great now. I'm not gonna lie. The whole place starts looking at you. And it's mm. not good. Yeah. That's funny when they, that's what they say when you walk into a bar or something like that and the DJ sees you, they automatically think, oh, I should play his song. What goes through their head? Yeah. Right. Like they, they think we want to hear it on a night out when we're trying to like let loose. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. To be honest, when they don't know you're there and it starts playing, it's okay. But when they play it just because they've seen you, it's just yeah. a bit like, oh, yeah. I remember one time I was at dinner in Milan with my manager and we walked in and I was, could tell straight away that someone had noticed me because they were kind of all over it. There, were, there was more bread on the table than ever in any restaurant. <laughs> and um, and then, yeah, the perks, more bread. And then they just played, it took them like, they played four, four of my songs back to back. And I just like, actually, I said, can you please? And they were like, they, were, they actually said, oh, sorry, we thought that you would li like to hear it. Isn't that funny right, that that's what the people think? Listen, that's, that's what you gotta do. Yeah, I remember Bobby Brown was talking about that recently. He's like, if I come into your car do, or your club, do not play my goddamn song. I don't want to hear my prerogative. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear nothing. Fair enough. Um, well, welcome in, Anne-Marie. Where are you right now, by the way? I'm in London, yeah. I'm in Camden at the moment. In London. Camden Town. Yeah, Camden. <laughs> Um, is that is that a fit? My dad's actually from Dulwich. Is that is that anywhere near you? It's a little you're not from Dulwich, eh? I don't even know where that is. It's very small. It's like South yeah. London. Yeah. No, South no, I'm north at the moment, North London. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, mate. Do you get do you get over to LA very often? Yeah, normally. Normally I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it there. Yeah, I just I love it. Makes me be makes me be a better human in LA for some reason. Yeah, that's when the sun's not, out, it makes you happy. That's not said a lot about LA. That's usually really? LA is usually picked on a little bit. Yeah. What do you oh, like to do? No. Like when you're here, when you come to LA, what are you like? All right, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to go to this shop. Well, first of all, my body clock seems to fit LA. Like as soon as I'm there, I'm in sync with the time, right? Don't so I sleep nothing. really well. I sleep really well. And then I wake up early and I go to a gym class straight away in the morning. There's so many food options everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just always eating healthily. So it just makes me be. Yeah. There is I agree some, yeah, there is something about LA like that. There, the health food is everywhere and vegetarian and this and that. Even it's it's very easy to to take care of yourself here, isn't it? Yeah. That's why everyone that's why everyone looks beautiful over there. Yeah. Well thank you. Dazzling. I'm gonna take Especially that. Especially you. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's yeah. over in Toluca Lake. Just it's right, but the bad thing about where I live, I live near a world market, so we have world food. So I'm in there getting Jaffa cakes. I'm getting uh, penguin orange Kit Kats. So it's all oh, downhill. I it's love nice. a Jaffa cake. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> um, man, Niall, it's it's crazy. You are you've become like this. You're a generation artist in a way, aren't you? I mean, because you've been—it's been like eleven years right now, isn't that kind of the uh, the rule? If it's been ten years, that's it. You're a generation artist. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah. Uh, Do you have? Uh, you must have people coming up to say, you know, I've, I grew up with you, or I I made a baby to your music, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got, I've had all of that. The worst one I'm getting now is, oh, I used to be such a fan. <laughs> You're like, what? And what happened? <laughs> you know are you not happy with it anymore <laughs> yeah and, and you've got the personality enough to call them out and say that what happened and then they must I literally go, oh. i actually say like what why did, did, my, did my music not suffice wow <laughs> and they're like I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's funny um but that's amazing i never really thought about that it literally is it's like it's nuts that I'm 27. I've been doing this for 10, 10, nearly 11 years. 11 years, like in a couple of months. It's crazy to think about it like that. Um, I'm only a baby. You are, and it's weird because there, there's there's like a there's the ups and downs with all of that. There's the ups, and then there's the downs where you grow your thick skin through all of that. And now you do you feel like you've come out on the other side of things, and now you've you're 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 kind of a like I said, part of their life, and now you're you're a hero in that way. Yeah, no, it's it's cool when you think about it like that. You've been part of so many people's lives around the world for so long. Um, I mean, the longer it lasts, the better for me because I absolutely love what I do. Um, and I don't have any other qualifications or anything. So if you could please, <laughs> please support the cause for as long as possible. Um, and I just, yeah, it's like when I think of some of the things every now and then I'll think of what, what I've done and what we've done over the years. And it's just mind-boggling when you see other artists doing similar things now you're like i remember going up on stage with taylor swift a few years ago at her show at wembley stadium and i was just looking around in the middle of the show thinking we played three nights here this is nuts and when you think about it in hindsight because at the time you're just like wow it's a big whirlwind but when you look back and you're like because we did we never really seen ourselves as these big stars we were just lunatics going around around the place like kids just having fun and at the end of the night we would just get up on stage and play it to 70,000 people it was kind of nearly became in a way half normal which is scary yeah. and then when you look back now you're like oh shit that was that was a hell of a time and even some of the stuff that I've done myself since has been mind-blowing and um, still think that I have that support but fun yeah, 10 what, years. what a mind game as well going from you know thousands of people cheering and stuff and all of a sudden now like look around for both of you these rooms are quiet yeah. what's no. that i am marie what's that like to 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 have you know all fans around and then now you're in a room it's quiet does that play tricks on your head at all yeah it was 
it was something that I was addicted to, to be honest, going on stage. I, mm. I needed that feeling to feel complete. And it was really scary going into lockdown and not having that distraction or that thing that kept me going before. Mm. And it was just something that I had to learn to live without. And it's really horrible and I can't wait to be on stage again. But at least now, because I don't think I ever would have had this, or anyone actually, in our in in our lives, we wouldn't have had this time to just stop and have to, you know, be on our own. And I feel like we've, we're all going to make ourselves better and the world better because of this moment. You know, hopefully. We hope so. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah. I definitely miss touring for sure. But there is the uh, that challenge. Yeah, and I mean, there's a line in 21 Pilots song that says, sometimes quiet is violent. And I think a lot of people had that moment early on where you just really just... Yeah, but but that happened to me. I, I honestly, yeah. at the start of lockdown, I went into a really bad place. I didn't like it. I wasn't creative. I weren't excited. I weren't happy that it stopped. I was really low. And I, I decided to start therapy and then my life changed from from that i still do therapy once a week and it but it saved my life if i'm honest so were, were yeah. you iffy about going to therapy at first because with the stigma um, kind of attached to it yeah yeah i was i i'd actually tried it before and it it didn't it wasn't right and so going back into it a second time i was more so like uh i don't think so mm. but it, it turns out that you just have to find your person you know and yeah, and sometimes it can take three, four, five different people and you got to start yeah. over. It's like, oh man, it's like- I know, it's, it's a long, annoying process, but when you get that person, it's the it's best. great. Yeah, it's very great. Do you live alone, by the way? Yeah, yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. tough. <laughs> yeah. It can be. It can be. Now, do you live alone? No, I don't. I, I, I've, I've been lucky actually during that kind of thing, but I, I am very much like a- I'm a routine based type person. Like I need to, when I'm on the road, I do the same thing every day. And I like that. I'm kind of a bit obsessive when it comes to that kind of stuff. I have to know what I'm doing sure. like, uh, like that. And when, when, when it all stopped, I was when you, there's only so much you can look at the tele at the television and like, <laughs> and there's only so much, exactly there's only so much shit you can watch on tv right. and there's only so many times you can look at the same wall or read the same i swear to god i must have read about 10 books in about four weeks it was just the same there's only so much of that you can do though so i was getting a bit antsy and so i got into a bit of a routine you know even just like working out and cooking and at least something to do but it was uh i did i did find myself getting a bit frustrated yeah, uh, quite an agita agitated person anyway. So it was, it was nice when we when the door started opening again. You can get out. Um, sure. People starting to lose the plot a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of when you turn to YouTube and start to learn. I know you like you learned guitar on YouTube. What what during lockdown have you learned on YouTube? Like I learned about pee traps in the bathroom and plumbing and all that stuff and about how you have to keep, not pee like urine. Yeah, yeah. I guess in a I guess in a way, yeah. but like the yeah. water that sits so the sewer thing. Well, that's the kind of stuff I'm on YouTube late at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been like watching different I've been attempting like really tough recipes like things like beef wellington which is probably the hardest thing I've ever done uh, most people wouldn't think that but it's it's such a tough thing also learning how to cut an onion properly in different ways 
there's different ways to cut onions for different slices and there's different ways to cut uh, oh. please if you lived in there for 25 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you do it about frying though no but at one point uh, at one point someone bought me them there's literally like onion goggles i was like i'm not wearing them things not a chance the shit that was being bought on amazon mm. That's the Amazon phase too. Yeah, if I, I see, if I see if I see Jeff Bezos, I don't know what I'm going to say to him. <laughs> he, he's going to say thank you, right? Yeah. It, it is right. interesting how now all the things that we've learned that we can just order from Amazon to show up at the doorstep for us. That worries me though. That makes people we become lazier. Maybe some people have got more I'm active, funny. but we become lazier. Supermarkets are just going to obliterate. <laughs> You're right. And in a way, we're, we're, we're finding too much comfort in that to the point where we're going to start disliking people in general. Yeah, and you're both on stage. Yeah. So you're, you're far enough away. But oh, man. <laughs> well, fortunately, we're moving forward from that. Um, Amory, I was, I was scrolling through some of your comments on uh, when you released this song. And it's funny. There's a lot of them that say, finally. This one says, ah, finally. So we have to say to all the people that are saying, finally, for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah that's a quick, that's a, a word that gets what you know what i i feel exactly the same as him because i'm so impatient and my label probably hate me so much <laughs> but it's been a good year it's been a good year of releasing music to be honest because i feel like the music industry got a bit shocked in lockdown as well they were like so how do we do this again how do we mm. And I feel like we've all had to rethink of, of about what to do because the main way for me to promote my album was touring. That's what we did to, to promote our music. It's the whole purpose for an album at that point, isn't it? Otherwise, yeah. the way we consume music is completely different. And yeah. album and touring was the the push for even putting it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so no, it's been, it's been good though. We've released, I've released three songs already this year. So that's good. And an album, so yeah. Yeah. People are saying, I uh, can't remember the last time I released three songs in five months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, now, when, by the way, you, I mean, you really could have a song and say, it's ready. And one night after a few, you can say, just put it up now. Let's just put it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever thought about that? Has that ever happened where you have to like say, oh, you know what? I should probably delete that. Yeah. I actually kind of did. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, go on, go on. I actually did that kind not after a few tipples, but I just was like, I wrote This Town, my first single of my first album, and I didn't really have many songs. I'd have probably written about five or six songs, and I just thought I'd let the fans know I'm still writing music. So I just put it up. I didn't really, and I just had a picture of myself. I didn't really like, I didn't really think about it. And then it was just, it blew up, and I was like, I didn't think it was that good. I had a feeling it was all right, but I didn't think it was going to be that good. Wow. And yeah, I've actually done that, but. Um, and it worked. Yeah, people liked it apparently. Huh. We'll take it. Imagine, imagine getting drunk and putting up like a raw, unmastered track. All the levels are screwed. And <laughs> yeah, all over the place. Or going Instagram live. They're also saying that this is the collab we didn't know we needed. Um, yeah. How, and how is that? Amory, what is it like working with this guy? Is he, what's, I mean, oh. pretend he's not here. Pretend he's not here right now. Just like it's cover up the screen. Absolute nightmare. No, joking. <laughs> It, it's been it's been so good honestly like i think for both of us we we went in with without any expectation of knowing what was going to come out the other end and it was just 
it was actually my first real life session since since the lockdown that I went into and I think we both were just like let's just see what happens like who knows we we didn't have any expectation I don't think anyone else knew that we were doing that session really we just done it and um we came out with three songs so it works and yeah luckily now now I feel like I've known him for ages like I, it is I bad, like, isn't it? Yeah. You say that with such disdain. I know. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I feel like I've known this guy. Oh. So wait, there's an actual, well, first of all, three songs. What happens? Was it, is this like the best of the three? And you said, I'm going to put those two aside or what happens to the other two now? Um, you know what? This was the first one we wrote together and also felt like the most far along one because it was, it's like an, a proper, complete mixture of both of our sounds. So like it has the guitar with Niall and then I bring in some electronic drums and we, we proper mixed each other together. And I, it just felt, it just felt right, really this one, but the other two are really good. So who knows? Yeah. And I suppose this was like the first finished, wasn't it? The other one, we still don't really know how we're going to produce it. It's kind yeah, of still, it's still <laughs> just me playing really Tom Petty sounding guitar and, no, <laughs> and there's no, and there's no, there's no real thing to and it. We so. recorded it at the same time in both microphones. Yeah, it was like the 70s. I felt like I was up in Laurel Canyon, Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks. And they're singing in two mics at the same time. It was really cool because I'd never done that before. It's usually just you go up and do your verse, you go and do your verse, and then, you know, do harmonies and stuff individually. But this one, we did everything together, which was cool. Wow, that has to be, that had to feel incredible. Like, you yeah. seem to be there. So now there's two unfinished songs that, are just floating around, which is interesting that you said the two different styles because on paper none of that stuff should work. But I know, I know. We well, thought that too. I just anytime we just kept, I just kept playing stuff, and she'd just sing like I play like because I not, what naturally comes to me is quite like old Laurel Canyony type stuff, and then she's just got this like really good pop melody cadence that she just that just flies out of her mouth all the time, and. Uh, and it, it just works. It just re it just worked. So I was like, just keep going. And we wrote three songs. It's yeah. mad. Yeah, that's cool. On paper, some of this stuff shouldn't work. And then you hear it and you're like, God, rewind that. Because it does yeah. something to you. And it breaks every rule, whether it's chord progression or it's two notes that mm. historically should not blend. And it's it, it, it tr triggers cool. something, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, even the emotion on, on this song, the chord progression at first is like the first the first two notes, you don't really, you feel like they could easily go in a dark direction, but the next couple notes pull it back the other way. And it's kind of a little, for lack of a better term, a little bit of a mind, f isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the aim. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's really, it's really, I like, really that, I like, I like confusing people with production. Like on Rockabye, I felt like that was really confusing because the beat is really up tempo and really happy. And then yeah. the song is about single parents. <laughs> and so it's like, really like, what? That shouldn't work. But right. They're my favorite types of things. But some of the greatest songs of all time are head folks. So <laughs> yeah. no one, yes. like no one, no one actually knows what some of the greatest songs of all time are about. There's these yeah. up, up, upbeat, happy songs, like pumped up kicks by Foster the people. And then when you listen to the Correct. lyrics, you're like, hold on. Wait that one blew my mind when I figured that one out. I was mind blown. It just shows yeah. you, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Music, music. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to be a little self-serving on this one because I love On The Hook. Uh, just when I think you're gone, hear the song on the radio. and Because uh, in a way, I think people forget, you know, to artists, radio is important, isn't it? Because people think that, oh, it's just all about streaming. But in a way, and I, I don't want to, I know that's a deep hole to dive down with streaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but radio is still, it's still part of the magic, isn't it? Oh, my God. I, I constantly want to just, I, I actually do always say thank you so much whenever I go into a radio station because it's so important. It's, it's actually, I think one of my favorite things is sitting in the car and putting the radio on. That's, that's what I want to do. I want to go for a drive and put the radio on. And that is what, that's what it gives us. It gives us that moment of just like, mm. well, me personally, pure joy. And it's so important to songs like, like this one. The fact that radio is probably the first place people are going to actually hear it. And then they go to the mm. other places afterwards. So, yeah, sure. for me, yeah, radio is... I remember, like, I, I can't, when I first started, there was no such thing as streaming, really. It was mm. all radio. So I've always been a, I've always been a radios man. I've always been, I've always stood up for radio and I just, I, yeah, I'm always a fan and same again, get into the car, play the tunes and Mm. Even the, you know, the younger people still love it too. It'll 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 be there. It's always going to be there. Yeah, there's Enough. something special about hearing your own song on the radio and knowing that looking around at other cars because yeah, to the exact same moment in the song. I mean, streaming is great. I stream all the time as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and that control of the playlist is it's it's incredible. Uh, but just knowing that you're sharing that moment with all with other cars that could be listening and you're in the exact yeah. same moment in the song, and Love it. It becomes really special. Um, I don't want to keep you guys too much longer because I know you know Marie's got to keep working hard while Nile disappears for a while. And I mean, seriously, goes on vacation during your work time. How rude! So I'm not bringing out an album. This is true. So when people hear this song for the first time, when they hear our song. What is some? What do you want them to listen to? Not only in the message, but also, was there something like an eight count or a sixteen bar that you're like, I worked on this forever, and I really hope that they hear this little transition. Mm. Drums we work hard on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wait, no, we just like. To be fair, we were so lucky. It came to get this came together so naturally that we didn't. We didn't have to overthink it too much and we kind of had an idea of what the production was going to sound like just based on to be fair you were good you you kind of just let me have the jam and and mess around and all that stuff so i was kind of just happy with the way it was coming together it was coming together really nicely but we had to make sure that we got our two sounds in and fit really well because they're because they're obviously very different um I personally love the short pre. I love a short pre chorus. I love how um, when we sang the um, chorus melody, I love how the chords follow the radio. Sure. It's kind of a one, two, three, four, one, two, three. And yeah. Then, yeah, and then let it breathe. It's so uh... beautiful to me. Yeah, and we did actually write a mid late, a different um, melody, but it felt a bit. 
I don't know, it felt a bit out of place, so we removed that, but we might, we were thinking to do it in the acoustic performance, but we'll see, it might pop out one day. Yeah, maybe. Cool. <laughs> um, and it's interesting real quick too, the tone of this is, what is it, what is it saying about the world when the tone like of this song is ahead of these happy, good mood type vibe. People seem to attach to these types of songs a little bit more. Hmm. Don't they? Honest. I guess it's honest, isn't it? So. Yeah, oh, okay. and everyone's been through it. I think that's, yeah. it's all about being relatable. And you know what? Sometimes when you're feeling crap, you do just want to cry and have a good like little moment. You don't want to always listen to a happy song when you feel sad, you know? Yeah. It's good yeah. to have that moment of, of having sad, not, not that this is particularly sad, but like I always feel like whenever I'm sad, I listen to sad music because I just want to let it out. And and I feel like hopefully people feel like that with this song that they just feel like they can relate to it. Yeah, big time. And even if you're not sad, you need that trigger to maybe trigger those emotions. So <laughs> uh, very true. Very that's great. True. Before I let you go, Niall, you know the obvious question. I would be remiss if I was not to ask about the uh, the other guys. Any yep. any any news? Any info on any future? It's an obvious question. You know what's coming. Don't act surprised. <laughs> He's looking at me like, "Oh, what? What are you talking about?" <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've answered. I've got. I've, I've nearly got like a, a good answer for it now. <laughs> um, no, there's no. Nah, there is no answer. Uh, <laughs> they're all good. They're all uh, making tunes and I'm making baby. movies. <laughs> movies and tunes. Everyone's doing their own thing. Babies, is that what you said? Yeah, babies. Yeah. <laughs> babies, movies, and tunes. Uh, everyone's doing good. And uh, yeah, everyone's just going along with it and having fun. And yeah, good, pretty much it. Enjoy your vacation. And uh, hopefully when you come around, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to actually meet you in person. And we'll, we'll, hit a, we'll hit a par three course. You know, take it easy on right. these golfers. Yeah. <laughs> or let me drive. I'll just drive the cart. How about that? Uh. <laughs> um Thank you both for hopping on, Emery. I wish you all the success on the album Thank coming you. out. And uh, and hopefully we'll talk to you guys again soon. Yeah. Cheers, Dad. Thank you very much. Look how quick he's ready to unplug and go. I know, questions. I know. <laughs> Let me ask five more questions. Yeah, what's in the cup? <laughs> what is Four. in the cup? Um, <laughs> Lies. All right, go do your thing. Thanks again, you guys. Bye. We'll talk Thank to you soon. You. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now, driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com.